This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest. It's a rap edition. <laughs> it's the end. Rap. <laughs> okay. No, we're not like rapping. Presents, like presents. And we're not singing rap songs. No. And we're not rapping presents. This is our end of the year wrap up. Maybe. Wrap up. Maybe. Our last podcast was in November. November. That was a long we time ago. We have a lot ago. to talk about. Yes, we do. We got sick. Yep. We went to a Rolling Stones concert. Yep. We saw a comedian, Nate Bricotzi. Yep. We, I guess that's all. <laughs> I guess that's enough. Were, I guess, and that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. Have a nice year. So we've certainly bailed on all of you again. Yes, we have. And a lot has happened. True. A lot. A lot. So we ended up losing a orangey kitty that we loved so much. Yep, Fat Archie, three-legged cat. And we ended up getting a kitten because that's what we needed. Yeah, add to the collection. So that's fun. <laughs> one leaves, one comes in. Her name is Cricket. Cricket. Because she leaps and jumps, leaped right into our hearts. Oh, my. She's a stinker. Yeah, she is. She's definitely an orangey. We are glutton for punishment. Yep. So, kittens. And we were sick. That's where we've been. Yeah, sick. We were all sick. That was awful. And we're always sick. I don't know. It seems like every other time we do this, it's like, well, we were sick last week. We were at the doctor. Next we time we talk about, like, resolutions. There you go. Yeah. And we have to talk about getting healthier. Oh, yeah. Like, eating vegetables uh, and stuff. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, Doesn't great. that sound good? Mm. Mm. Not as good as like the pizza you're talking about. That you I'm going to have in another three hours, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but, like right before my birthday in November, we went to go see a comic named Nate Bargazzi, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And we were at, what, Royal Oak Music Theater. Yep. We... We're like 20 rows behind. Correct. And anyone that knows me knows I end up having terrible people that sit around me at any public location. Any concerts, it's always bad. I'm a magnet for them. Absolutely. And Chuck is always my hero because he will be like, I will switch seats. I will take one for the team. Heck yeah. I will do that. However, this one, there was no resolution. No, there's no way out. Because there was three people that came in front of us. We had assigned seats. We had like ticketed seats. Right. And he was, I'm not joking, he was like seven feet tall. Correct. And he wore a puffy coat. Yep. And he had a hat on, but it didn't matter. Hat. because but regardless, yeah. I couldn't see. even see his head. Right. Because all I saw was his coat. So, he, right before the first comic came on, right. they realized that they had the wrong seat, so they moved over. And his wife, who was about the same height as me, like five foot something, turns around and says, aren't you glad that we had the wrong seats? And I thought, what a bitch. <laughs> because she knew. They knew that I couldn't see anything. But didn't care. They didn't care. So how do you respond to that? Like, I smile back at her. Like, what? What? I guess we call her out on a podcast. Yeah, there you what go. we do. But um, we couldn't see anyway. No. There wasn't much to see. There was no screens or anything. Usually when you go to a concert, they have screens on the sides in case you can't see or you're sitting way in the back. But again, it's, it's a comic, so a comedian, and he's just kind of like walking across the stage. Still. He didn't even walk across the stage. Not he stood much. in one place, so we were doing, what were you calling? like Rubbernecking. Yeah. We were stretching one way and the other. 
Yeah, so it was that, and a couple days after that was my birthday, and then we went to the Rolling Stones concert. Ford Field, downtown Detroit. Was it your most favorite concert ever? No, it wasn't, but it was good. I love the Stones. Well, you were so afraid that one of them was going to die. Yeah, that was the whole thing. We bought these tickets, or I bought these tickets like two years ago, long before COVID, and... That's what they do. These groups, they'll say... They die? No. Oh. They you put the tickets on sale, so you got to wait six months. So they're holding your money and getting the interest on it. I mean, that's just how they work it, I guess. They're big groups anyway. So Sure, it's a still for Peter pay ball. And then COVID came and they postponed it. Well, sometimes you can take the tickets back or you can... You got like a week, I think, afterwards. But since it was postponed, you couldn't... I don't think you could do it. No. So regardless, I wasn't going to do it anyway because it was the Stones. And I went through enough hoops just to get the tickets. So I was going to hang on to them. But my biggest fear was one of them or all of them could have died before the concert finally came about. And one of them did. And one of them did. Poor Charlie Watts. Yeah. So I was really upset about that. Especially seeing he's my favorite of the Stones. Yeah. Always has been. So that hit me really, really, really hard. So, you know, even though I don't know the guy, but I mean, you know, you grew up with it. So Chuck was sick. I was very sick. He was so sick. Like, he sounded like he was COVID sick, but he wasn't COVID sick. Coughing my fool head off. He got sick from a ear, nose, and throat doctor that he went to. Yep. And there was somebody that had a kid that had RSV. Yeah. That's what, I'm still sticking to that story. Sunny, yeah, a little runny nose snap. That had just gotten out of the hospital. Right. So we went to the same room he was. They yanked him out and put us in there. Now, they told us afterwards that they sanitized and cleaned the room, but she's lying through her teeth. <laughs> I true. got sick. Like, so sick. And they knew because they left the door open. Everybody else's doors were closed, but they left your door open like, oh, yeah, this might not be a good thing. So we got all these germs, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, this happened. So we go to Ford Field, and there's a big boy. We hadn't eaten. Nope. We had checked into the hotel, but we hadn't eaten. And he's like, oh, I love Big Boy. Like, when you were a kid, if you were like, what do you want for your birthday? Birthday, it was Big Boy. I want a Big Boy and onion rings. So we go to the Big Boy. And so I don't like lettuce on my sandwich. I, I don't like warm lettuce. I will eat a sandwich without lettuce. And I will eat a side salad. And people look at me like I'm weird. But I don't like warm lettuce. So they made a big boy for me without lettuce. Right. And they gave us both the big boys. And I didn't want to complain, but it was burnt. It was awful. It was the worst big boy I've ever had in my life. At this point, I'm tired. I don't know why I'm cranky. I'm worried there's crowds. It had been one of our first crowd things. Chuck's coughing his little head off. <laughs> we took an Uber there. We had to find an Uber to get home, or well, not home, but back to the hotel. So we had that in the back of our mind. I was stressing about that. Right. Because I have anxiety You've with got stupid things 30, like that. 40,000 people inside of Ford Field watching this concert. And the opening act was terrible. Awful. And I ended up falling asleep a little. But, you know, I'm a magnet to terrible, you know, human beings that are around me. And I thought, we're good. This is good. We had people next to us that were talking to us. We had a couple kids that were like 9 and 10 or 9 and 11 that were in front. And everyone was being just really nice. They were sharing popcorn. Can I get you a drink? It was was really community-wise. So in front of us, we had... A man, probably in his late 60s, early 70s, with his wife 
of the same age and then another woman the same age. Yeah, more drunk out of their fool minds. Next to me was a man probably in his 50s, 60s with his teenage son probably in his like late teens, early 20s and his wife. And everyone was okay. Well, the concert starts. The Rolling Stones come on. Right. And the women stand up. Nobody in our section is standing up. Nope. So we can't see anything because the women are standing up. Standing up, dancing, hugging each other. Like, oh, my God. High-fiving. Like they're 16 again watching Mick like, Jagger, you know, on the Ed Sullivan I was going to say the Beatles, but that's sort that's of. Same difference. Yeah, same thing. Um, but so I'm like, oh, we're going to have this. Right. Well, I'm like, I'm not going to ruin it. This isn't going to ruin it. I thought Mick had moves like Jagger. He did a great job. He, of course, Mick Jagger is always the professional showman. I think Keith has completely lost his mind. I think Ronnie <laughs> is also have some potential. <laughs> At one time I said, I don't even think Keith's guitar is connected to an amp. Just watch him. He's just kind of standing there. He was grinning. just like he smiling. Was oh, he was happy. Mick. At a couple of times, he looked very frustrated, like he yeah. was taking care of his brother with dementia. Right, yeah, it's like Keith. Like, we'll where get is back he? In the stage. I don't Come know on. where he Come is. Come on, bud. So Come on, mate. It was um, that was interesting, and I fell asleep during like a harmonica song. Yeah, it it was good. I mean, you know, it's the Rolling Stones. I have not missed the Rolling Stones concerts in Detroit since 1981. Was my first one. So I've seen them, I don't know, 10 times, I guess, since then. And I wasn't going to miss them this time. And if they were to come again, I wouldn't miss them again. I don't think they're coming again. No, I don't either. I think this was the last hurrah after Charlie died. It's, like, it's not like they need the money. I, I don't know if it's a uh, an ego thing or if it's because, I mean, obviously it was the largest grossing band or the concert tour of the year. Of course, we had COVID, too, so I guess it really doesn't make much difference. So, Chuck's coughing. Coughing my head off. People are moving. <laughs> Looking at me like I've got the plague. And, like, literally, we're like, nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with you. But we got better seats. No, you didn't. It's a sold-out concert. All right, it's good because luck with that. I'm sure they complained about him coughing. Who knows? The people in front of us are dancing, standing up and dancing. And then, as they get more drunk, the women... Start to make out. Now, good for them. Fine on them. The guy's trying to stop them because of the kids that are next to us. But then I think he's get drunk too and he's thinking, well, maybe I can have some fun. Well, after he started the show. to participate at the end. Yeah, and the guy next to me was doing a Billy Idol and dancing with himself. <laughs> you said he was doing a, an Al Bundy at his hand. His he was. I was like, I can't. Next to his teenage son, yep. in a 30,000 arena, I was so grossed out. I was so grossed out. And so I'm like, okay. So we left right at the encore. Yeah. We go back to the hotel. Chuck is so sick. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so sick. We ended up, I don't know how nobody called security on us because... The walls are paper thin, and I didn't get any sleep. I know nobody next to us got any sleep. You know, and you got to understand again. We've had these tickets for two years, and it's like, okay, now they're coming, and it's not like they're going to postpone the show because I'm sick. So <laughs> no. I wasn't going to miss it. You know, spend that much money, and it was big money to see them in concert again. So at eight a.m., I call the doctor, and they're like, "Get down here now." 
And yep. she blamed the Rolling Stones concert for him being sick, but he was sick before the Rolling Stones concert. He like, I got sick care. the night before, yeah, at the Stones concert, and now I've got bronchitis, and come help me, doctor. So, yeah, she was yelling at us because no more concerts, no more concerts. And do we have other concerts? Yes, oh, sir, we do. We have Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is next month. A- again? Yes. It's the winter. same concert. So what? I'm going. I'm not. I'm going, She's but going, I'm not. But she'll be at the, yeah, she'll be at the casino. I'll be at the slot machines. Slot machines, and I'll be watching the show. As long as Canada doesn't shut down on us again. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with Canada. And so then we have, we have um, Eric Church, I think. We have Eric uh-huh. Church. We've never seen Eric Church. So that will be interesting. And... I think we have something else, and I can't remember. I have in March, I've got uh, Burton Cummings, Randy Bachman, again in Canada, so we'll see how that goes. Not been feeling very cheery, merry, Christmassy at all. No. And I think I say this every year. Maybe. Uh, I mean, and it's an array of reasons, but so we decided to go to a cute little town in Holly and um, that's Holly, by us. Holly, Michigan. Holly, yes. Michigan. Like the plant, Holly. <laughs> and they have this Dickens, Charles Dickens Festival, and everyone dresses up in that period. Well, not everybody. But no, they but dress they up in people, that period right. of time. And they have these, like, little bonfire things in the road where you warm up. And there's hot cocoa and coffee, coffee and... and Lovely carolers. Carolers that Chuck loves. He Mm. loves carolers so much. Mm. So we ate at one of our favorite places. And it's just this little dive that's been there since like the 1800s. And then we went into cupcakes and kisses and got some some sweets. sweets. And then we sort of perused and walked around. And now Holly has several antique shops one of which has a demon in the basement i have a really hard time going in that place so she doesn't go but i do because i like looking at stuff the other one doesn't have a demon in the basement but it's big and it has a lot of stuff yeah and it's a lot of energy true and so chuck I don't know what you were doing, but you like raced ahead of me and you're looking at this window. And it's I was like, trying to get away from the bonfires and the carrots. Oh, okay. And it's something like you'd see out of like, what's that movie with Santa Claus? Like Miracle on... 34th Street? Whatever street it is. Yeah. And he's looking at this big window that's got all these Front antiques window. in yeah. it and it's beautiful. And he's like, I want that. And it was a Bozo the Clown doll that talks. That I had in the early 60s by Mattel. You pulled the cord, it talked. I wanted one so badly. I think I was like five years old. I'm not even sure. And my mother was trying to find one everywhere, looking at the Sears catalog and whatever you could do. We didn't have the internet in those days. Oh my gosh, let me back up. Okay. Our kids, our grandkids and so on will never understand the Sears catalog. No, Sears and Pennies. You took a pen and you just circled all the things you wanted. You either pick it up in the store or they send it to you. And yeah, you could not wait. It was like Christmas morning right then. That was amazing. You look at all the toys and say, I want this, you I want dream, that. dream, that visioning. Yeah, circle it, push the page down, whatever, you know, on the corner. Yep, you... You yeah. got a bookmark it. That's what I want. That's what I want. And you know what? Our parents never really paid attention no, to any of that. they didn't pay attention to any of it. They really didn't. So did you get one for Christmas? No. Well, 
to back up the story, my mother could not find one. So she ended up buying me a Bozo the Clown pillowcase. Oh. Like that was going to make up for it. Oh, that's similar. So, yeah. That, to a doll. A Bozo doll or a pillowcase. So <laughs> I would, got the Scooby That pillowcase. would be Mary Lou. But ironically, we ended up going to Port Huron to visit my aunt and cousins. And right across the parking lot from them was a JCPenney's on Main Street there in Port Huron. That was Michigan. when it was still JCPenney's and when not was, JCP. Not JCP. Yeah. So she found one there. I guess she must have bought it. And I got it for Christmas. So I did get the doll. Aww. But, yeah, I don't have it now, obviously. But I really, really, really wanted that, and I did get it. So now we see this in this antique shop, and it's like, okay, I want that. I am petrified of clowns. I have a clown phobia. True. And I told him it is rare that I say no, <laughs> and that wasn't happening. She was not going to let me buy the $30 Bozo. The clown, that didn't no. talk anyway. It was no, broken. The, the voice box was broken. And I don't know if you've ever seen Amityville Horror or Poltergeist, but it always starts with a stuffed, crazy doll, especially clowns. So, yeah, that wasn't happening. So, I posted on Facebook about it. Right. And, and people are like, oh, you're such a mean wife. Yeah. And... You should let him have that, and life is too short, and maybe I'll go buy it for him and send it to you. And you are no, all of you that said that are no longer my friends. I'm hoping that I get like three or four of them in the mail. Oh my gosh, I hope not. That would be a nightmare. We'll have a chorus of bozo dots. Is that what it would be called? I don't know. Instead of like a herd, herd. what is called multiple clowns, a a, Uh, a group of bozo uh, dots. Okay. And ironically, as a kid, I had, there was a, and by Mattel, I had a Talking Bugs Bunny, same thing, a Chester Chimp, a Maddie Mattel, and then I had the Herman Munster hand puppet. That scared the heck out of me. Why? Herman was cute. Herman? I, well, I said that my mother would only call, call me into the house to watch two television shows. That was Batman in 1966 and the Munsters. I loved the Munsters. But the Munsters were in black and white. And our TV mm-hmm. sets in those days were yep. black and white. So i get this hand puppet that talked. you pull the cord, and he would say things like, let's go have a picnic by the graveyard. Because <laughs> that's that creepy. That's either. what they would say. <laughs> I know. And uh, it was green. The face was green, oh. and it scared the heck out of me. Yeah. Because, you know, I didn't know Herman Munster was green. To me, he was just black and white. Right. So, yeah, it scared me. Right. That would make sense. Yep. Yeah, so I don't like clowns. Does not. She does not. I don't. I'm not fond of clowns either, but. Because you know, of like up. Stephen King's It and John Wayne Gacy. And I've got a story about why I don't like clowns. I didn't like date a clown or anything, so it's not that. But I And I'm not going to tell it publicly, but it's a creepy story. And mm-hmm. I really don't want to talk about it. Okay. But I also had people on my Facebook that's like, my sister dated Bozo. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, we're being ser- I'm being serious. And I'm like, that's amazing. But there were different Bozos in every town. Every town had one. The original Bozo was Larry Harmon, and he had the copyright to it. So... Most of these big cities had their own local TV stations, and they would have their own bozo. And in Detroit, we had one. It was on Channel 50, and it was also Channel 4. And then we had it on Channel 9 across the river in, in Windsor on CB, you know, whatever, CKLW-TV or whatever it was called. And, but, yeah, so everybody had a bozo. In fact, our bozo died, what, last year, I think. Yeah, something like that. The local one. Yeah. But everyone had a bozo, and I love bozo. You grew up with bozo. See, I didn't like the show. I didn't like 
So when I was little, like the rich families would have their birthday parties for their kids at McDonald's and Ronald McDonald would come out and like hand out balloons and the Happy Meals and all of that and that creeped me out. I never got one of those parties so maybe that's my problem maybe it's not because I don't like clowns maybe I just feel like my parents I never got a birthday party I told you I said my grandparents they opened a McDonald's I think it was in Detroit I think it was Grand River and Greenfield and they opened a brand new one and Ronald McDonald was there and it was raining it was cold and it wasn't the Ronald McDonald from TV I mean, oh. you could tell it wasn't the same guy. So that was kind of weird. And he looked kind of sinister to me. So I never liked <laughs> Ronald McDonald after that. Not that I was a fan before then, but, you know, the fact for me was we were going to go have lunch at McDonald's. So I was good to go. Oh, know? my God. I don't remember the show so much. There's a cartoon, right? You said there's a, bozo? a cartoon. Yeah, yeah Bozo had a cartoon, a which show. I haven't seen in 50 years. And Bozo, yeah. In fact, my kids even watched Bozo. It was on... Uh, WGN Chicago, they had a Bozo, the clown show. That was the last time I saw Bozo. Was And that was only, what, like 20 years ago? Yeah, so I don't remember that. I watched um, Captain Kangaroo. Yep, we watched Captain and Kangaroo. And I loved uh, Mr. Dress Up, and I loved The Friendly Giant. Yep. And, you know, Canadian TV. Yeah. I like good old Canadian TV. They didn't too. have creepy clowns. No, they didn't have creepy. Well, at one time <laughs> they did have Bozo, I think, but it was years after that. But that's like Mr. Rogers. I didn't, I, I love Mr. Rogers, but I didn't love the show when I was a kid. And he had like a clown puppet thing, too. I had a lot, yeah, I had weird that stuff. That I didn't like. Or Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. That was another thing. It was weird. Yeah, no. I didn't like any of that. So, if you hear background noise... It's because of a kitten. Yes, we have a kitten. Of the kitten. And I don't know where she just went. She was climbed up here a second ago. She is causing problems. She's a cricket. And we're back with the Robinette's Nest. I'm Christy. I'm Chuck. Yeah, so new kitten. So she's exhausting. And you know what? I'm just not in the mood for Christmas on no. top of everything. We've had our tree up. I put it up long before Thanksgiving. No, I like our tree up. I like the lights. Well, last year I went through stem cell and we couldn't have the tree up. Right. You know, I couldn't put lights up outside. I couldn't be on ladders. I couldn't do a lot of things. So we had a, what, 60, 70 degree day, probably beginning of mm -hmm. November. I put the Christmas lights up. I said outside. I didn't care. I didn't turn them on then, but they've been on every day. We had this... I had this interaction. I went to Maurice's. Little Mo's. And Chuck has to say that after I say Maurice's all the time. And I was like returning some stuff and buying some stuff. And I was talking to the cashier who was about my age. And she's like, do you open anything on Christmas? And this year is just kind of rough for everybody in particular. There's just yeah. a lot of scenarios with all the kids. And we told them, don't worry about getting us anything. Like, Correct. it's fine. We honestly, we have a two-year-old grandson that we are so excited about seeing him experience Christmas. Yeah. That that is, that's what I'm excited about. Right. And my love language is time. Like, come and watch a movie with me. Come and go to a festival with me or, you know, mine is like spend some time with me or Crap, have sure, or yeah. We did that the other week. Did that last It was nice. Two weekends ago. Yeah. So I don't necessarily care about a thing. If I want something, I can buy it. If you right. want something, you, you can just buy get it. it. Right. 
I know that there's a thoughtfulness behind it because I said, no, I don't really get anything and it's okay. And I miss my mom. My Mm. mom was always so thoughtful. So she would go through a store and be like, I saw this in July and thought of you and have been saving it. And I do that for my our kids as well. You'll buy things in the summertime and say, okay, put them in a box. I have a bin that I keep everything in. And so that was my thing. And I said, no, but I miss my mom because I miss the thoughtfulness of the gift. Not that I need anything or want anything, just that she thought of me with it. And she got teary and she's like, I miss my mom too. I'm not going to have anything on Christmas to open her. She just, her family doesn't. So she might not have the greatest family that I have. I do yeah. have an amazing family. If I were to say, I want this, you'll buy it for me. Right. It's, it's not that. So I posted this on TikTok and it ended up blowing up and becoming viral, if you will, like hundreds of thousands of views. And people were saying that I taught my family to neglect me. Which is silly. Which is not the case at all. Because one, you don't know everybody's personal story with what's going on. Right. And two... If I told my daughter that I wanted this for Christmas, because they've asked me a million times if I wanted anything, they would get it for me. But just people are so judgmental. True. I, I, I don't know. And I don't like opening presents. You like and, getting them, but don't like opening them. And now them. it's like, I want to go buy that stranger at Maurice's <laughs> gift. Their gift. Because I feel like she needs something. Probably. And I don't like opening gifts. And I told you why. With my relatives, we would have Christmas Eve and we had to sit in the living room by the tree and everyone would have a stack of presents in front of them and you'd go one by one, opening the present while everybody watches and what'd you get, what'd you get? And then it would go down the line. And like We started like six, seven o'clock in the evening and it would go to at least 11. That's exhausting. And we still haven't had dinner yet. I like to give. I don't like to get. Right. I like to give to myself, sure, but I don't really, and I appreciate when people send me things. Mm-hmm. I'm an awkward person to give things to because I never know if I'm reacting big enough yeah, or if it seems like I'm like, I overthink it. Yeah. You overthink a lot of things, but you're right about that. I just don't like opening gifts. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm more embarrassed about it than anything else. Yeah. I guess, I don't know if it's because I'm embarrassed people bought stuff for me. Oh, I don't well, know. How, well, how do you react? Like, what if you right. don't like it? Oh, this is like, really this nice. This is great. Uh, uh, oh, like, sh- like wedding showers and baby showers and you have to open up all oh, your everything, gifts in front yeah. of everybody. Oh, oh look, my more gosh. Diapers. Oh, look. Another towel. Oh, Thank you. Boy. And it doesn't mean that I'm not grateful. Right. It's just uh, the pressure. It's the pressure. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of pressure. I can't wait for our our two-year-old to open his gifts. And then he turns to like a week later. Yep. So we have a bunch of piles. We have birthday pile. And Christmas pile. And Christmas pile. Because you can't screw the kid over. I mean, just because his birthday is, what, eight days, nine days after Christmas, you know? Oh, this is a gift for birthday no, and Christmas. No, I will not do that because no. I was right. I'm in November, baby. And I used to get relatives all the time say, I'll give you your gift at Christmas. Yeah. And like that was bull crap. And you guess what I didn't get? I never you got never a birthday gift. You never got that gift. damn gift. No. So there's none of that. 
My birthday was in February, so I didn't have to worry too much about that. No. But yeah, I know. I always felt bad because my one daughter was around uh, school time, so she'd get the school stuff, school clothes. And, yeah, you got yeah, notebooks would. and a backpack, and and a my son lunchbox. and our son is around Easter, so he would often get like Eastery stuff. So, did you ever have a lunchbox? Sure. Lunchboxes were cool. Holly Hobby, that was my favorite lunchbox. Batman, that was mine. Yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of people, me growing up, it was Donnie and Marie Osmond. Oh, dear God. And, like, that's the cool thing, and I didn't like them. In fact, I had a dream with Donnie the other day, and I woke up, and you were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, but Donnie's an asshole. Donnie Osmond's an asshole. <laughs> He's a jerk. And you're like, what? And I'm like, I just had a dream that he was just a real jerk. And then I fell back to sleep, and you were like, wait, what? Huh? Huh? You didn't even ask me. Like, you were like, okay. Oh, well, you know, I just figured maybe you like, maybe you read for him. I don't know. I don't know. Could have been. (laughs) It was crazy. I know we got it. I got an email saying that I guess Marie Osmond is playing down at the Motor City Casino or MGM, one of them. And we got two free tickets if we want to go see Well, maybe that would make me feel Christmassy. I don't think so. I think you'd really be depressed watching that. I don't know. I wanted to go to the zoo lights, and they're sold out, and I'm sad. Yeah. I'm just having a rough year. You got to jump on that stuff early, you know. Strike while the iron's hot. Normally, I do. Yeah. But I just haven't felt it. Like Rolling Stone tickets. You got to get them. Got to get them. Well, and even though the doctor said no concerts, we got an Alice Cooper concert coming up. We have an Eric Church concert coming up. I've got. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to the Alice Cooper concert. No, she's going with me. It's in Windsor. He's coming back. If, if they allow us in. Right. We got to find out. Who knows? You know, changing the rules again. That's three, four weeks from now. But yeah, Alice Cooper's playing the Coliseum, Caesars Coliseum in Windsor at the casino. And uh, you're right. Then I got Eric Church at Little Caesars Arena. Yep. That's in January. And then I've got Burton Cummings and Randy Bachman back in Canada at the Coliseum again. And what was your Christmas gift from me? Huh? Oh, Joe Jackson ticket. Woo! I got to go by myself again, though. But that's okay because I've seen Joe Jackson. This will be the 12th time, and I think. Is that Michael Jackson's dad? No. Oh. He's dead anyway. Uh, no, he? Joe Jackson. Is she really going out with him? Come on. You know that stuff. Anyway, yeah, Joe, I love Joe Normal Jackson. Normal people don't know who Joe no. Jackson is. Well, so. he, is she really going out with him? Stepping out. Love Joe Jackson. This will be the 12th time. And I think eight of those times I was always by myself. So. I went once. You went once. And I fell asleep. Yeah. And I went because Chuck said that Joe Jackson always thought that maybe he had a crush on him. And we're stalking him. <laughs> because I'd always have like first or second row tickets. And I'm by myself with my New York Mets jacket on. And he's always looking at me like, oh, that's that guy again. <laughs> Every time he comes to Detroit. Uh, so I went just to prove to him that he was married. That, that, he's, and... that he's one, he's straight. And two, that, yeah, we're good. But yeah, I absolutely love Joe Jackson. I really do. He's one of my absolute favorites. Not quite at Alice, but he's right there a notch below. And yeah, I was very oh, excited. He's so talented. Don't get me wrong. He's 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 a genius. He's amazing. But amazing. I will tell you that if you want to people watch, like the Joe Jackson crowd of people, they know every word to every yeah. song. They are all very peculiar people. And the weird thing is he always plays Ann Arbor now. He doesn't play Detroit at all. He plays Ann Arbor and He's usually playing the Michigan Theater downtown Ann Arbor, and that's where he's at again. 
in, uh, I guess it's March. So yeah, I was ecstatic getting that. That was a great Christmas present. So I apparently am the Pied Piper to the elderly. True. Today we went to the grocery store to try to get the rest of our Christmas, Christmas Eve food. And we're at a store that we are not normally at. And this elderly guy, very frail, he asks this lady where... That works there. No, no, no. She didn't didn't work work there. there? No, no. She worked there. No. She was just shopping too. And asks this lady, do you know where the lemons are? And she's like, no. And she walks away. So he comes up to me and he goes, and he looks teary eyed. And he's like, miss, I love him already. Cause he didn't say ma'am. He said miss. <laughs> and he's like, do you know where the lemons are? And I'm like, I do not, but here let's find them. So we go and we find the lemons and you know what? It took me two seconds. Right. To do that. But then all of a sudden I had all these other, and I'm wearing a coat. Right. And I had all these other elderly people going, do you know where the cranberry sauce is? Have you seen the eggnog? All of a sudden you're on the payroll. I am on the pay. I work for this grocery store. (laughs) They do that with me too. They'll ask me and they just assume, I guess, that I work there. But I tell them where everything's at. Why not? You know, I mean, it's not a big deal. And, And that happens a lot with me too. You know, you've got a little old lady there and she can't reach the top shelf. Excuse me, sir. Could you pick up this, you know, thing of sure. cereal? Sure. Why not? And I'll, you know, me, I'll climb up the shelves if I can't reach and it. I was just going to say, you know, that seven foot guy that sat in front of me. At yeah. Naperga, I bet you he walks away from the people. And Probably. Says, Find somebody else to yeah. get your no, I'm not top shelf do it. stuff. Yeah. I got to go sit in front of Christy Robin up. I got to block show. her view. I, but I was so just. I mean, one, it's the holiday season. Right. To just be nice. It took a second. Right. It took a second for me to find this person's cranberry sauce. How how difficult, right, could it be finding lemons? You just go to the fruit and look for something yellow. I mean, it's either going to be a banana (laughs) or a yellow or, you know, a lemon. He was like 90 years old. Yeah, I get that. He was nowhere near the lemons, by the way. He he wasn't. (laughs) So... We were, I took him and I walked very slow with him and I took him to the lemons and then the Pied Piper of elderly people came to ask me questions and I was was like, what is going on? But (laughs) it took two seconds. So we found there's so much stuff that's missing from yeah. the food shortage. One, it's before Christmas, you know, yeah. so that's part of it. There's no workers, to but stock there's no stuff. workers to stock the stuff. There's no drivers to bring or the to stuff. Help the elderly find right. the lemons. Right, anything. I mean, it, it's just awful out there right now. And I know it's COVID. I know it's unemployment. It's no one wants to work, but it is. I mean, there's, you got the last sour cream at the yeah. store. Yeah. I got the last french onion chip dip and it's not daisy sour cream it's just kroger it's sour kroger cream. yep i got the, and i got kroger french onion dip the last one they had so that's why i said there's a lot of things and i said earlier there's like a noodle shortage but i don't know what i found noodles We're so i wasn't worried noodles, about that yeah. but as i mentioned before i said craft philadelphia brand cream cheese there's a cream cheese shortage and they had a thing on the 17th and the 18th last week that if you, I guess you got to sign up for it, but Kraft would pay you $20 if you made a different kind of dessert besides cheesecakes. Why didn't you tell me this? Because I would have so done I don't know. I figured you probably already had read it, but. No. Yeah. And, you know, I I wouldn't, you've done it, I guess. I would, I've never made a cream or Sure, cheesecake. I made cheesecake. 
I like cheesecake. I can't stand cream cheese. I love. Do cheesecake. not put it on a bagel for me, please. Oh, no. I love. I oh, love it. Got it. Sick. Oh, uh, so good. No, so good. But I do like cheesecake. Strangely enough, all of that. Yeah, that's really sad. I don't even like cream cheese frosting. Oh my gosh, I'm allergic to cream cheese frosting. We found out we had a cupcake, and I went into anaphylactic, and my yep. throat started to close up. Yeah. So I don't think it's the cream cheese because I can eat cream cheese. It's something else that's in the cream cheese frosting, that's and weird. there's like nothing else in it. So I have no idea what's up with that. Right. But anyway. But anyway, but I digress. I, I did. Oh, so we're going into Venus retrograde. Do you know what that means? No, I do not because I've never heard of Venus retrograde. I just know Mercury retrograde, and that's when everything breaks down and screws up. Well, we're heading into that soon, too. Oh, but wonderful. all the planets can go retrograde, but Venus goes retrograde until the end of January. And Venus rules love and it rules like stability and income oh. and so a lot of people will be grieving the things that they don't have like the things that they love that they don't have okay or they'll grieve like people that they've lost or they might grieve an ex that they not in this lifetime haven't had or they might end up having um an ex that contacts them. Don't again. even go there. No. So I don't, I'm not saying you. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't want that. So happen. there's that. So that might happen. Maybe. No, for somebody it will. Like in some way, shape, or form, that is what happens. Mm. So we are heading into that. Mm -hmm. That is what's happening. And the, we've got Mercury going retrograde pretty soon, too. Okay. That's not good. No. Not good whatsoever. So, and then it ended up one of our very favorite people mm -hmm. passed away. So if anyone attended any of our events, you guys would have met her. Right. So how did you describe her? Um, she loved people. She was very boisterous, very bubbly, very happy. And she loved to give kisses and hugs. Yeah. She would give you a hug. She'd say, Mr. Chuck. She'd give me a big hug, and then she would step back and then give you a kiss on the cheek. And the first time that happened, I thought, what the heck is this? And then I realized that was just her way. She didn't mean anything by it. She was just happy to see you. I had to warn my kids because if they came to an, the event when she was there, I'm like, you got to remember that Deb is going to hug and kiss you. And she <laughs> hugged for like an hour, and she like she kissed. That's the way she, she was. It wasn't never a bad thing, never anything, you know, just the way that she was. She had a four-year battle with lung cancer, and she got her wings last week. And I was expecting it, but I'm grieving it all the same. And then I believe in heaven hellos. Right. And today I woke up to an email from a company that I love. It's called Picasso Jasper. And they do all of these metaphysical kind of t-shirts. And this month's t-shirt said Gypsy Soul. And she participated in our Gypsy Soul retreats. In fact, her obituary mentioned it. Yeah. And it said beautiful and free. And I thought that summed her up. That's a heaven hello. It was a heavenly hello. Pretty cool. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah, she's gone. So we are missing her. And I wanted to give her a shout out. Yeah. Yeah, she was the type that, you know, you knew something was wrong with her, but she didn't talk about it. She was more worried about you. Yeah. So you said you, she turned it around. 
Yeah, they just you turn know, the tables. I hope Chuck's feeling better, and I hope this, and I hope that. And you know what I hate is I hate when people put R.I.P. or R.I.P. because I feel like my heart's ripped out of my, like, rest in peace. Rest I in hate peace. rip. I hate it. So I can never say rest in peace to anybody. But in Deb, I would never say that anyway because she was always working. She would roll up her sleeves and be like, what can I do? Yeah, that's true. So. Very true. I'm sure she's working. Yep. He's keeping things controlled up there. And she loved the casino. So she's probably <laughs> she's playing at playing a slot casino. machine right now. She loved the casino, but she wanted like a Hawaiian vacation. So I hope she's getting it. Hope that. she's getting it. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Oh, ho, ho. Hanukkah, ho. Kwanzaa, whatever, whatever you, you got. Believe in. Whatever you're doing. And you think we're going to do another one of these before I the end of the year? I think we're going to do it. Yeah, I think we got to go over our resolutions and stuff. Uh, what's I'll, your resolution? I'll, I don't nothing. Know. Nothing. That's but... a boring. Okay, that's done. Podcast <laughs> is over. We'll figure something out. All right. We got cats climbing all over us. It's crazy. We had to do take two. We did an hour of this, and then the recording didn't turn out. It's just awful. You'd think it was Mercury retrograde. It must have been. It's Venus. All right. My name is Christy. And I am Chuck. I believe in you. Peace.